1: Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton.
2: And he offers us a counterfeit to anything that God offers us. And, and you, you know that to be true. <laughs> Satan offers a counterfeit to everything that God offers. He offers us counterfeit relationships, counterfeit love, counterfeit meaning, counterfeit purpose, counterfeit direction. Uh, ev- everything in life, he offers us a counterfeit. He's, he lies to us. And he convinces us that this is really what will make us happy. And this is really what we want.
1: Have you ever wondered how Satan works? There are many ways that he tries to wage war against us, but in the end, none of them are original. In fact, the only thing Satan can do is try to sell us a counterfeit of God's truth. He doesn't have power against us, but rather he will try to deceive us or distract us. In today's message, Pastor Dan will be sharing about some of the lies that Satan tries to use to get us off track. However, if we know the truth of who God is, then we can easily spot and ignore the counterfeit. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 13 for today's edition of Ring of Truth.
2: Revelation chapter 13 this morning. We're also going to look at Daniel chapter 7, just a verse in Daniel. Verse 1, "Uh, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast and they worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who was able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. And then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Verse 8 All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, anybody got ears here today? Let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity, and he who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Well, remember, we're in the section of Revelation that describes in detail for us the tribulation period. Uh, And the tribulation period is that seven-year period in the future at the end of the age when God pours out His wrath on a Christ-rejecting, rebellious world, and he judges this world. Uh, And here in chapter 13, we're introduced to two players who have a central role in the end times, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Uh, Maybe you've heard of the dynamic duo. (laughs) This is the demonic duo uh, of Revelation. Uh, And today we're going to look at the Antichrist in the first half of chapter 13, next week in the second half of chapter 13, we'll look at the false prophet. Last week in chapter 12, if you were with us, uh, we saw that, that at the midpoint of the tribulation period, so about three and a half years into the seven year tribulation period, Satan will, will be cast down to the earth And he will persecute Israel, the Jewish people, and believers in Jesus Christ. He'll make war with the people of God. Back in chapter 12, verse 12, it said that he will persecute the people of God because he will know that he has only a short time before Jesus Christ returns and establishes his kingdom on the earth and casts Satan into the lake of fire for all eternity. And so... Now coming into chapter 13, we see how Satan will carry out his wrath and persecution on the earth. He's going to use a person that is known in the Bible as the Antichrist, and he will use a false religious leader that is called the false prophet. And the Antichrist and the false prophet, they will be servants of Satan. They'll be empowered by Satan, as we'll see in this section today. I think the thing that stands out the most in chapter 13 to us is that Satan always offers a counterfeit. Satan always offers a counterfeit to what God offers us. He always offers a counterfeit. God has revealed himself as a trinity the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Satan offers a counterfeit trinity with Satan, the Antichrist, And the false prophet. It's a counterfeit trinity. Satan is a counterfeiter. And he offers us a counterfeit to anything that God offers us. And and you you know that to be true. (laughs) Satan offers a counterfeit to everything that God offers. He offers us counterfeit relationships. Counterfeit love. Counterfeit meaning. Counterfeit purpose. Counterfeit direction. uh, Everything in life. He offers us a counterfeit. He lies to us. And he convinces us that this is really what will make us happy. And this is really what we want. And and regrettably, all of us at some point have believed his lie and have accepted the counterfeit for what God really has for us. And for God's best, we've taken the counterfeit. Uh, during the tribulation period, Satan will offer the world a counterfeit Christ, a counterfeit Savior to save the world. And he's commonly known in the Bible to... And to Christians as the Antichrist. And the world will embrace this Antichrist and the world will worship him instead of worshiping Jesus Christ. Now, let me just give you just a little bit of background about this character known as the Antichrist. He has many different names, titles in the Bible. Uh, He's called the Wicked One, the Prince Who Is To Come. The despicable person, that's Daffy Duck's name for him. You know, he's despicable. Remember that? Daffy Duck always said that. He's the man of lawlessness, meaning he, he, he disregards God's law. He's the son of destruction. He's the lawless one. He's the man of sin. In Revelation, he is called the beast. The beast. And he's called the beast almost 30 times in the book of Revelation. Now, beast. That, that's that's a that's a word that we use sometimes today. Uh, we we might call someone a beast, right? He's a, he's a beast, or she's in beast mode. We we say that today. You might want to go for a walk. She's in beast mode. Well, usually when we say that, we mean the person is is like a wild animal. And the way that they attack something, or we mean that that person has like superhuman ability or superhuman strength or skill and is able to do something. Man, they're a beast. They're a beast. And that is a fitting title for the Antichrist. He's a beast. He's a beast when it comes to winning over the world. He's a beast uh, when it comes to ruling the world. He's a beast when it comes to persecuting the people of God. He's a beast. The world has never seen a leader like the Antichrist. Uh, The book of Daniel, and I would encourage you to to go back and read the book of Daniel, uh, maybe this week, pay close attention to chapter 11 and chapter 7 of the book of Daniel. And the book of Daniel describes for us the beast or the Antichrist, and Daniel chapter 7 tells us the way he's described there. You see that he is a, a genius. He will be an intellectual genius. He'll be a political genius. He'll be a military genius. He'll be an economic genius. Uh, plus Daniel chapter 7 verse 20 tells us his his physical appearance will be greater than his companions. He's going to be physically attractive. Physically handsome. And Daniel goes on to tell us that he will have a great oratory abilities. He'll sway the masses with his speeches, with his eloquence, with his inspiring words. And throughout human history, we have seen world leaders, good and evil, we've seen world leaders that maybe have a couple or a few of those qualities you know maybe they're a, maybe they're attractive they're handsome or maybe they're a great speaker and can inspire masses of humanity or maybe they're a great military leader and strategist or maybe they're a, a great politician the antichrist when he comes he will have all of those qualities All of it. Not just a couple or a few. He's going to have all of those qualities in in one package, in one person. That's why he's a beast. I mean, he's going to be amazing on every level. Plus, don't forget what's going on in the world when the Antichrist comes on the scene. The tribulation is taking place. And we've been studying The the tribulation for the last couple months and the world will be in chaos I mean utter chaos like never before when the Antichrist rises to power and the world will be looking for leadership to fix things and to lead the world out of the grim circumstances the world will be in during the tribulation period and so the world will be ripe for the Antichrist when he comes on the scene.
1: You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan.
2: It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor
1: Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth.
2: So look at verse 1. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea having seven heads and 10 horns and on his horns 10 crowns and on his heads a blasphemous name so john here he he now is you know we've seen him up in heaven now he's on the earth john really gets around during the tribulation period and now here on the earth he sees a beast rising up out of the sea. And of course, this is, this is symbolic language. It's, it's figurative. It's not, a, it's not a literal animal coming out of the, the sea. It doesn't literally have seven heads and ten horns. It's all symbolic. But he sees this beast coming up out of the sea. And in the Bible, and in Revelation in particular, uh, the, the sea refers to the nations. The nations. Like we might say a sea of people. Or a sea of humanity. It refers to the nations. Uh, Turn with me over to chapter 17 of Revelation. Chapter 17. Verse 15. Then he said to me. The waters which you saw. Where the harlot sits. Are peoples, multitudes, nations and tongues. The waters are peoples, multitudes, nations and tongues. The mass of humanity. So this. World leader that we call the Antichrist or the Beast, he will rise up out of the nations, just rise up seemingly out of nowhere to power. He'll just come up out of humanity. At just the right time, when the world is ripe and fertile for someone to take leadership of the world, this person is just going to kind of come up out of nowhere and become the leader. That he'll have, you know, no political background. Uh, there'll be nothing uh, to indicate that he's the Antichrist. You know, people aren't going to say, "I bet you that guy is the Antichrist." I've been following his political career, and that guy—no, he's—he's just going to come on the scene. No, no political history, no political background, no indication that he is the Antichrist or the Beast, and he'll just rise to power. Now. You might sit there and think, well, wait, nobody can just come on the scene and rise to power without any kind of background politically. How about our current president? Whether you like him or not, and I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. (laughs) But his first elected office is the most powerful office in the world. Three years ago yesterday, he announced his candidacy for president. And three years ago, no one except him thought he would win. No one. On election day, there are lots of people who thought there's no way he could win. And he won. Again, I'm not saying whether you like him or not. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying that Donald Trump shows that it's possible for someone to rise to power seemingly out of nowhere and obtain the most powerful office in the world. And the Antichrist will come seemingly out of nowhere and he will tap into the fear and frustration felt by many people during the tribulation. And he will fill the leadership vacuum that will be in the world at that time. And believe me, the world will be looking for a leader to get them out of the situation the world will be in. Look at verse one again. It describes him as having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. And again, this is symbolic language. The Antichrist is not going to have heads and everything like this. Uh, But but what, what the description is here, if you remember from chapter 12, this is a similar description to the description of the dragon in chapter 12. And remember, the dragon was who? Satan, right? So look back in chapter 12, verse 3. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head. So, so this beast that comes up out of the sea and just comes on the scene, he's not the dragon, but he is similar to the dragon. He's like the dragon. He resembles uh, the dragon. He resembles Satan. Uh, And as we'll see in the chapter, he's empowered by Satan. Back in chapter 11, verse 7, we were told that the beast will ascend out of the bottomless pit. That he's going to come out of hell. His origin will be hell. And he's demonic in nature. In verses 2 and 4, we're told that Satan gives him authority and gives him power. You know, some people think that he's going to be Satan incarnate. Uh, Just as Jesus is God incarnate, the Antichrist will be Satan incarnate. But he's a counterfeit. Satan always offers a counterfeit. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, from heaven into this world. And Satan will send the Antichrist from the pit into this world. God the Father gave all authority to his Son, Jesus Christ. Satan will give the Antichrist all authority in this world. He's a counterfeit. Satan always offers the counterfeit. And and at the end of the age, during the tribulation, he's going to sell the world the biggest counterfeit of all time. Now look at verse two. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him power, his throne, and great authority. Now John here, he uses imagery that is right out of Daniel chapter seven. So if you're taking notes, you're going to want to jot down Daniel chapter seven. In Daniel chapter seven, Daniel describes four beasts that come out of the sea. just as John describes a beast that comes out of the sea. Daniel describes four beasts that come up out of the sea and they come onto the earth and Daniel describes uh, the first beast as a lion, the second as a bear, the third is like a leopard. and then with the fourth one, I'll read it to you or you can turn back there to Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7 verse 7. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces, and trampling the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. And so he sees this fourth beast, and there was no animal that could compare to the fourth beast, because this fourth beast is so so dreadful, uh, so terrifying. So it's, that's unlike any any animal that could describe it. And what Daniel is describing there with these four beasts that come on the earth, he's describing four empires. The first beast was like a lion, and it's a picture of the Babylonian Empire. The second beast. Uh, is like a bear, and it's a picture of the Medo-Persian Empire. The third beast is like a leopard. It's a picture of the Greek Empire. And then the fourth beast that is so dreadful in Daniel chapter 7, it's a picture of both the Roman Empire that came, but it's also ultimately a picture of the Empire of the Antichrist. That's the last empire. That's the last world empire, when man is ruling over himself, that will be established on the earth during the tribulation period. And so here in verse 2, John uses the same description, the same descriptive words, the same uh, animals to describe this last world empire, this fourth Empire, if you will. And what he's what he's saying here in verse two is he's saying that this last empire, the empire of the Antichrist, the beast, will be a composite of all the previous world empires. It's going to be like the leopard. It's going to be like the bear. It's going to be like the lion. It's going to be like all of those empires combined and whatever features those previous empires had that made them so powerful and so dreadful and so world dominating all of that will be combined in one final world empire under the antichrist you know it's it's going to be all of the worst of the babylonian empire all of the worst of the medo persian empire all of the worst of the greek empire all of the worst of the roman empire All of it combined into one empire under the Antichrist. And then at the end of verse 2, it tells us that the dragon, who is Satan, will give the Antichrist power. And here that word is is dunamis, it's it's strength, ability.
3: He asked me how I know, and I say, bring true
1: You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Currently, Pastor Dan is teaching through the book of Revelation, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Many questions might arise as you listen to these messages about the end times. If you're wondering about something you heard today, would you give us a call? Our number is 410-491-4592. We'd be happy to talk with you about anything you heard today or to hear about how these messages are impacting your life. We'd also love to know about any prayer requests you might have. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. Would you be willing to pray for the ministry of Ring of Truth? So many listeners may be hearing life-changing news that they might not hear anywhere else. This is a tremendous opportunity to reach people who are lost and without a Savior. We value your prayers for these important messages that are going out. Pray that lives would be changed and that God's kingdom would greatly multiply because of the truth of His Word. Thanks so much for listening today. If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, we encourage you to go to CalvaryEC.com. Next time, Pastor Dan will continue on this peculiar book of the Bible. Revelation is one of the many that are curious about but find it hard to understand. We trust that God's giving you some clarity by listening to Ring of Truth.
3: I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft, and well, I know because I know His voice, and it only takes